This is the Tactical Leader Podcast, where we're on a journey of self-mastery and true leadership. I believe that in order to lead others, you must first be able to lead yourself. And in order to lead yourself, you have to first know yourself. If you want to learn the tactics to get to know yourself, to lead yourself, and to lead others, stay tuned to hear from industry experts as I unpack the tactics that they've used to build their business, build culture, and lead others. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Tactical Leader. Today's a solo cast with yours truly, and I'm going to dissect a little bit about what I talked with with Pat D'Amico on Monday. And then, of course, highlight what we're going to be talking about this Friday. Before I jump into that, I want to remind everybody, this show is brought to you by Advancing the Line for Veterans, better known as ATO Vets here in Atlanta, but also outside of Atlanta. We really just advance the line wherever we are for veterans. And we focus on workforce development and entrepreneurship. And overall, it's a great shift that we're highlighting in 2024 where we can really further conversations like this and great resources for veterans that are in that transition period. So if you want to learn more, or if you know a vet that needs a little bit of assistance and needs that next step in their career progression, send them over to atlvets.org and we will do everything we can to make sure they are supported. Our conversation from Monday with Pat D'Amico was a great one. He is an army veteran as well. So obviously Go Army. And thankfully, we beat Navy this year. So we can say Go Army. He's also the founder of About Face Development, really focused on organizational success, leadership development, management development, several different aspects across that with clients. So had a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. I love being able to nerd out with fellow veterans that focus on leadership and have obviously researched leadership beyond just this, the, the typical, right? A lot of what He's done his external studies of several different things in his journey. Uh, I think a lot of that really kind of is highlighted in his 25 years of experience in the corporate sector. And he's bringing his knowledge of leading sales teams, organizational teams, marketing teams, and now helping with cultural change and organizational development on on a mass scale from the top down. So I'm absolutely fascinated by everything he's working on, because I think it's absolutely needed in so, several different sectors. And on Monday, and then again this Friday, I really highlight my personal experience in senior leaders and my own leadership development through the years, where I see lots of failures that, and don't get me wrong, I've seen a lot of great ones too. I have some great, great, great mentors that have taught me lessons. And then I've also had some not so great leaders that have also taught me lessons that I've learned. Something, and I laugh every time I talk about it, but something as simple as smile more, right? I was literally told by a leader once upon a time that if I just smiled in the hallways, I would be so much more liked and I'd have so much more success if I just smiled more and was friendlier in the hallways. And when he told me that, I rolled my eyes. I had zero respect for that leader. He had several anger management issues, not by my own professing, but by organizational leadership development he had to go through himself. And the the bad part was I I didn't listen to that message until years later. I went through Dale Carnegie training and I I started studying more about Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends, Influence Others. 
so many different things and <laughs> funny and I have it right here. I'm flipping through Dale Carnegie's golden book and it kind of outlines all his lessons, all his lessons from his book. And the very first section, <laughs> the very first section is become a friendlier person. And the number five rule of being a friendlier person is smile. And when I read that, saw that and started learning that in my mid twenties, going through Dale Carnegie, I literally could not believe that one of the angriest people in the leadership development arc that I was in, one of the angri angriest people was also absolutely right. Absolutely right about be friendlier and smile more. The unfortunate part, and I think we see this, especially for myself, right? I was too young, too arrogant, not mature enough to accept his feedback, which was obviously valid, right? Del Carnegie's time-tested, and it, it is shown to be effective in so many ways. The unfortunate part is he had done so much to alienate, to alienate himself as a leader that nobody cared what he had to say. He had lost respect. He had lost influence. The only people that worked well with him were his own yes-men, people that, I'll say it, kissed his ass. Those same people are still there in that organization, and that have risen through the ranks and have continued that culture unfortunately. And I've been out of that organization whew, eight years now. And I know for a fact that same culture is still in place. And it's kind of sad when you think about it, but when you bend to the will of an organization and a culture that loses respect of leaders, but then demands respect of leaders at the same time, I guess you become that type of leader. And it's unfortunate to see, and thankfully, I broke away from that world and, and learned several different things along the way and have enhanced my own capabilities, but it also recognized like it's a study, right? No different than this podcast, the interviews, external studies of what I've done in the leadership space. It's all a journey of development, but I don't think I would have learned that developmental journey had I stayed there. Definitely wouldn't have started this podcast, right? There's no time in in that world for a podcast or professional development. So it's an interesting shift. And, and I think that kind of is a big piece of what Pat and I discussed on Monday, what I was really fascinated by was the, the capabilities he's bringing to internalize leadership development, not just with an organization, but individually internalize leadership development and make it a personal journey for each person. Because I think that's what we have to have. We have to have a personal journey, a personal connection to really highlight where we need to develop personally and professionally. And a lot of times what we need to know is like it, it translates both ways, right? Professional development usually enhances personal development and, and definitely vice versa. Any personal development you go out, any further education, whether it's formal, like a degree, you go get a, a master's degree, an MBA, you're going to learn about business inherently, right? And then you're going to go back to your organization and you're going to take those tactics you've learned and in that MBA program, and you're going to apply it with a furtherance of knowledge to make you better at your job. Same thing happens when you seek personal development. And I'm actually headed to retreat here in the next couple of weeks, mid-February down in Tampa, led by Tommy Breedlove, who's been a, a part of my journey the last year or so. And we've really connected closely and he, he focuses a lot on the legendary life and focusing on uh, personal development. So I myself, not being the, a hypocrite in that capacity, recognize there's plenty of lanes for me to develop. So you have to seek those learning opportunities. And then he's one of those that I absolutely love learning from. 
So excited to do that. But I, I think that's a great avenue that Pat takes with teams and, and really helps them about face, right? And if you don't know, it's military terminology about face development is, is really uh, turning about face, right? Turning the other direction and, and literally highlighting that turnaround in shifting dynamics. So I love that that's where he's going. I really enjoyed our conversation with some of the different pieces we brought up on Monday. And then this Friday, we're going to talk a little bit more about his process. How does he develop a, an outline and a strategy for each of his clients that furthers that leadership development? What's the strategy? What's the plan? How do we go through it from the tactical to the operational to the strategic level and development as a whole? Some of the military, you know, the three levels of combat are tactical, strategic, and operational. Actually, let's switch those around. Tactical, operational, and strategic at the highest macro level. And I think business operates the same. So he, him diving into that, I think is going to be a great addition to the conversation, out, outlining different things that he's doing. So definitely encourage you, come on back this Friday, hear from Pat and some of the different tactics that he implements. And if you missed Monday's episode where we chopped it up a little bit, head back, listen to Monday's episode. But overall, I appreciate y'all tuning in and I look forward to talking to y'all soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast. If this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more, I challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice, claim your independence, and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.